0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Making a Mama. I am your host, Alexis Dunn, and today I will be talking about what to say and what not to say to someone who is struggling with infertility. With that being said, I wanted to apologize for my introductory episode. If it sounded a little echoey, hopefully this one sounds a million times better because we have a pod lab set up specifically for recording, and it is a total vibe. In future episodes, I will be bringing in guests and people to talk about their infertility journey in hopes to help anyone who is dealing with similar circumstances. Let's start off with what you should say to someone when they are struggling with infertility. The first thing, and in my opinion, is one of the most important things, is you should sensitively reach out and ask how you can help them. There is nothing wrong with simply asking, how are you? And is there anything I can do to support you? In fact, these are questions that are appreciated the most. That is not an open door to offer unsolicited advice. If you guys understand what I'm saying, it is something that is a kind gesture, right? You just want to Make sure that you are caring for the people who are struggling because honestly, there is nothing better than to receive a message or a phone call from your loved one and them being like, hey, I was thinking about you. How are you doing today? It's that easy, people. Not everybody is going to understand the situation and that's all that we are asking. Just try to understand where we're coming from. We're not built extremely fragile. We are still strong men and women, no matter what situations we are going through. Just be kind and mindful. You know what I mean? Like it takes zero dollars. It takes nothing to be a decent freaking human. It's not complicated. It's actually super easy to just be a nice person, no matter who you are, it doesn't matter if you're struggling with infertility or not. Like the more you take care of other people, actually, let me rephrase that. The more you are nice, the more you put out good energy, positive vibes, it's going to reflect on you. Have you ever heard of a thing called karma? I have, and I believe 110% in it. Therefore, leading me to one of the other most important things, I'm saying most important an awful lot because I feel like this whole thing is so important to be talked about. And I'm sorry if you hear taps or my chair moving. I swear I have ADHD and I get so passionate about these topics that I'm just like, screaming and the the mic, like tapping and like I'm giving off some big freaking lecture, honestly. Anyway, let your friend lead the conversation. Be the listening ear, not the baby whisperer. Catch my drift. Don't minimize their feelings. I don't feel like I really need to elaborate on that, right? And if I do, let me know and I would be more than happy to address it in the next episode. Um, so kind of going hand in hand with the first thing that we talked about, uh, checking in, just check in often, you know, don't be that friend that checks in every freaking, I don't even know, like six months. I mean, if you are, that's fine because me personally, I am not the best at communication. You can ask any of my close friends. I am the person who will just like, I just don't respond to people. And it's not necessarily something that I am proud of. Excuse me, sorry, my voice got all sorts of weird. Um, It's not something that I'm proud of. It's just kind of like, I forget, honestly, like, I will respond back to you in like, two to five business days. And that's okay. And if you have friends that are like that, That's okay too. Like I said, it doesn't matter if you're struggling or you're not struggling. Just check in with people. You'd never know what somebody is going through. And last but not least, on the things that you should do, you should validate their feelings. It's incredibly important to remind someone how what they're feeling is valid. You know, they are allowed to be upset. They are allowed To want to sit in bed and cry if they want to. If they just got a negative pregnancy test. They are allowed to be in whatever mood they want to be when they are struggling. When anyone is struggling, they are allowed to do these things. They are allowed to feel these feelings. And sometimes that's just how the cookie crumbles. I don't really know. I... I'm not a professional on this topic by any means. And I'm really sorry if this podcast is kind of like all over the place because I'm trying to make sure that I hit everything that I want to talk about and just really make like an emphasis on breaking a stigma that surrounds infertility, right? Right. Now I think we should talk about something that is also how do I don't want to say it? I think we should talk about something that is probably going to be my favorite thing to talk about, right? And it is what not to say to someone who is struggling with infertility. All right. So, my favorite out of everything that I've ever been said to me is just relax. All that stressing is causing your infertility. The moment you stop thinking about it is the moment you're going to get pregnant. I'm going to pause for dramatic effect. Ready? No shit, Tina. No fucking shit. If I could just stop thinking about getting pregnant, maybe I would get pregnant, right? But It's kind of hard to not think about it when I'm getting hormone shots, taking medication, and I literally have to track everything that I'm doing, whether I'm tracking my LH, my ovulation, or I'm tracking on what days I'm having sex with my spouse. I kinda have to think about it. 24 fucking seven. So the next time that someone says, just relax, stop stressing. I'm probably going to punch them in the forehead. And that's just my honest to God opinion. That's literally the most common thing that I get said to me. The next thing that you should also not say to someone is you're so young. You have plenty of time to get pregnant. Uh, sure. Yeah. I'm only 25. I have my whole life to get pregnant, right? No, not, not necessarily your a woman. The older that you get, the, the harder it is to have a healthy pregnancy. It's definitely possible. And if that is something that you want to do, go for it. That is just my own personal opinion. Um, I've always said that I wanted to be in my mid to late 20s when I had my baby. Um, and that's that's, that's the game plan. That's what we're going to try to do. Hopefully it gets, it happens. Um, We get that comment an awful lot too, when we tell people we're adopting. Um, My husband is 23 and I'm 25 and we get that a lot. They're like, oh my gosh, you're so young to be adopting, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, that's your opinion. Um, we want to start our family and obviously I'm not getting pregnant on my own. And if we can provide a life for another human, why the hell not? Why not give someone else the best possible life that they're freaking is? That's, I think that in of itself is such a brave thing to do, right? Like I've accepted it. And my husband is so supportive and that's just kind of where we're at with the whole thing. Um, all right. The next is I'm sorry, right? And I'm not saying I'm sorry to you guys. I'm saying I'm sorry as in like the people who constantly say, oh, I'm sorry you're going through this. I'm sorry, You can't get pregnant. I'm sorry. Blah, blah, blah. This goes hand in hand with walking on eggshells. This is my pet peeve. I do not want to be treated any, any differently because I am struggling to get pregnant. Treat me like a normal freaking human. I don't walk around with infertile written in permanent marker, marker, excuse me, on my fucking forehead. Do I? And if I do, please tell me and I'd wipe that shit off quicker than quicker than anything. Because I expect to be treated just like anyone else. That's where the whole stigma comes with infertility. People think that the, they have to walk on eggshells around you. People think that they have to be continuously cautious. Like 24/7, like every word that comes out of their mouth, they just think that they have to think about it. And maybe some people deal with this whole thing completely different than I do. And that's okay. But I don't want you to say ignorant shit to me, but I do want you to talk to me like a normal person. And if you say something that makes me uncomfortable, I will tell you. If it makes me uncomfortable, you can ask anybody who is close to me if they have ever said anything that has made me uncomfortable or put me in like an awkward position. I'm not afraid to sit here and be like, uh, yeah, what you said was kind of shitty and you should probably not say that again um, and just try to not be insensitive. You know what I mean? Hopefully that makes sense because in my eyes, there's a difference in walking on eggshells and being insensitive towards the situation than just having a normal conversation. You should be able to talk about this stuff. 110% if you feel comfortable with it. Don't just talk about it if, you know, you are uncomfortable because Again, sorry, I'm moving in my chair. So if you hear that, that's what it is. Um, The next thing is when it's meant to be, it'll be. I'm pausing for another dramatic effect. That is also just so frustrating to me because it's like, yeah, if it's meant to be, it'll be, but who? Who decides that? You know what I mean? Like, I understand. Like, I understand 110% that, like, when the timing is right, when you stop stressing, quote unquote, um, you will get pregnant. Okay. I don't really know why that one bothers me so much, but, like, it does. And I think if you have ever been in the same boat before... You will agree. A hundred and ten percent you will agree with me when I say that. And if not, please let me know because I don't want to say anything to upset anyone or to, you know, like poke at anybody's feelings. That's not my intention because this is a safe space. So I want you to be able to say whatever you want. I want you to feel however you feel. And if you are someone who can't stand to even talk about this, then that's OK, too, because that's how you are dealing with the process. Right. See, me as a person, um, I often make dark jokes. And if you know me, you're probably nodding your head like, fuck, yeah, she does. She jokes about random shit all the time that is my way of coping and yes I'm in therapy and my therapist would probably tell you that that is not the best way to go about things but it is what it is I guess um let's see so other than when it's meant to be it'll be And, you know, just relax. You're so young and I'm sorry. The other line that I always get is just adopt. Yeah, just adopt. Now, my husband and I are adopting and we cannot wait to adopt. We are so freaking excited for the adoption process. Like there's nothing out there that I am more excited about that and obviously like trying to get pregnant on my own but adoption is just such a beautiful 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 thing you know what I mean it is something that I feel is I don't even know how to explain it you know so we agreed on adoption this is kind of I'm going to tell you a little bit about about my personal um, journey throughout the adoption process, because I feel like obviously I haven't really talked about it. I just started this podcast. Um, Larry and I decided on the on adoption. I think it was July of last year because I was tired of being poked and prodded and. I was just ready to take the time to heal my soul, my mind, and my body to prepare myself for the next milestone in our lives. And the same for my husband, you know, like he was the one giving me my shots that I had to take, my injections. Um, And if you know my husband, you also know that he is not a fan of needles. He is can't stand the sight of blood like he is (laughs) he is so funny when it comes to that stuff but at the same time he did it because I couldn't stand to give myself a shot so he did it for me so Larry if you're listening I appreciate appreciate you more than you will ever know and I tell you that every single day Um, adoption is an answer for, for, sorry, I can't talk today. Um, adoption is an answer for healing forward from a brave choice that a mother, a birth mother made, right? Like adoption is an answer for a child who unfortunately doesn't have a safe home environment. Adoption is an answer for a child whose parents may have died and they need a new home. It is an opportunity to give a child a new life, a loving family, and a safe space to heal. As I've said, I feel like a million times, and maybe I don't know if I've I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but I've mentioned it in my blog and I've mentioned it on like my Facebook page and things like that. We all have a story. We all have a story, and every person struggling with infertility, has their own personal important story. And it's within these stories that each person should be able to find validation and support. And I think I did say that after saying it out loud. I'm pretty sure I said that in my introductory episode. Um, So adoption is just... It's a stressful journey. So whenever someone says, "Just adopt," okay, Karen, do you have twenty-five plus thousand dollars sitting in your savings to just spend on adopting a child? Most of the time, the money and we that we have in our savings is for emergencies. Right now. Why would you want to deplete your savings when after you do adopt, you still want to have that savings built because God forbid something unexpected happens. That's the whole point of having a savings. So people who say just adopt, they don't understand everything that goes behind the adoption process. They don't understand the home studies the placement fees the agency fees they don't understand the the feeling of being matched with a birth mom and what happens if after the baby's born and the birth mom or birth father decide that they want to actually raise the baby and then that's what they called a failed adoption and that is a scary thing to think about It is terrifying. However, if you want to go through this process, you have to accept everything that could come with it. The good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Which, like I said, is hard. So when someone sits there and just says, oh, just adopt. No, adoption is a ginormous freaking decision and it takes time it takes communication with your partner and it takes a lot of your energy because these the adoption agency they want to know every single thing about you they want to know when i say everything i mean like they even want to know the kelly blue book value for your freaking car that you're driving And you may be laughing, but I'm so serious when I tell you that that was a question we were asked. So if you are someone who has said just adopt to somebody else, please rethink that. And if you have ever said that to you, if you have ever had someone say that to you, they probably didn't mean it in a malicious way. But they probably also don't understand the actual adoption process and struggling to have a baby, you know, and yeah, honestly, I feel like that was so much in such a short period of time. Um, Eventually, my episodes will be longer. I'm trying to find a happy medium my table my desk, and it went all crazy on me so if you heard that I'm sorry um yeah so I just think that people need to be more kind if the world was a kind place oh holy shit things would be so much easier but unfortunately that's not the world we live in and even though I wish that it was You know, we have to take everything that people say with a grain of salt, unfortunately. Um, Yeah, I think this is the first like legit episode. I'm going to try to eventually get it to like 45 to an hour. Um, So if you have any suggestions to talk about. If you have anything that you want me to share, please, please, please email me. Um, as I previously said, this is a safe space for everyone, and I'm here to help you in any way, shape, or form. If you can, please check out my website, makingamama.org, where I will be posting all my podcast episodes and blogging, different ideas. If you want to hear more of my content, subscribe to my podcast, Making a Mama. Follow or like my Instagram at all about making a mama and my Facebook page, which is also called Making a Mama. Last but lo- last but not least, if you have any stories that you want to share with me or any ideas or topics that you really want to be brought to light in this podcast, please email me at makingamamaoutlook.com. I will list all these items in my show notes. After all, it takes a village and I'm so happy you're here. Until next time.